In the name of God, who creates, redeems, and sanctifies. Amen. On Palm Sunday, we are invited to step into the unfolding story of Holy Week, to wave our branches, to be part of the crowd that welcomes Jesus into Jerusalem, and then to continue with him all week long as we make our way to the cross. It is the most important week in the Christian calendar, and it's the most important part of our story. In fact, it's this part of the story that makes us who we are as God's people. And in many ways, at least in living memory and in recent history, I think we have never needed to hear this story more. The story of Holy Week, the story of love. Just before the Passion reading, Samantha read a prophecy from Isaiah about God sending the word into the world. It's a hopeful, beautiful prophecy, and it's filled with these rich images of renewal and the goodness of creation. And God says in the midst of that prophecy that the word will not return empty, but it will accomplish that which I have purposed and prosper in that for which I sent it. If we dig a little, we understand that the word here is like the rain, the water that comes to give life to the earth, life that grows and changes and enriches the whole world around it. Except the word comes not for the rain, not for the plants, not for the creatures. The word comes for you, to give you life, to grow you, to free you, and to enrich the whole world around you through your faith. Now, many of you, I think, if, um, if I had asked you before the reading of the Passion that we just heard what Jesus' last words were, most of you, I think, probably would have said, it is finished. And you'd be right. Those are the last words of Jesus in the Gospel of John, at least as they're translated. But there's another translation of those words that I like better. The verb there in the Greek is an expansive word. It has a number of meanings. It could be finished. It could be completed. It could also be accomplished. It is accomplished, which reminds me of the prophecy we just heard from Isaiah of what the word comes into the world to do. And the verb here is in the perfect tense in the Greek, which implies that it's not just something that happened once upon a time in a moment, frozen forever, but instead it's something that continues to happen, that continues to have concrete effects in our life, in our day to day, in this present and in the future. That means that if it was accomplished then, it is still accomplished now. And that continues to be true in our moment, in our day, in you, for you, and because of you. The truth is that as we begin this week, all of us would so much rather be together in person. I would too. I miss you and our life together so much. And there has not been a time in recent history when we have needed to hear this story so much. And even though we are apart physically, we are still connected by God and by our prayer and by the bonds that we share. And this week, you will have the opportunity to dig into this story, to worship every day, to sing and pray, to listen, to explore, to connect in Zoom rooms, and to dig deeply into this story that makes us who we are. 
And I hope that you will. I hope that you will make time every day this week to be a part of our life and worship. Because this story makes us who we are. And it is the good news that we all so badly need to hear right now. A few weeks ago, when I preached about the 23rd Psalm, I acknowledged that I, I think the, the press and the story and the world around us has brought us to the entrance of the valley of the shadow of death. And surely that is true in new ways that we who are alive have not experienced before. And yet what Jesus accomplishes this week, what he accomplishes in that moment, is the best answer to that valley and to our fear of it. This week, he shows us the way. He clears a path, he opens the door, and he accomplishes the work of salvation, the work of eternal life. And the invitation of this day and of this whole week is to take that journey with him, to gather your branches and your palms, to imagine yourself as part of the crowd, to journey with him toward the cross and to look him in the eye. Remind yourself this week that he does this for you and that there is nothing, not height or depth, not social distancing, not powers or governments or princes, not disease or famine or viruses, no angels or demons or nothing else in all creation that can undo what Jesus accomplishes for you on the cross. Nothing can separate you from that love that never dies and that is the invitation of this week to come and see what was accomplished, what is accomplished, and what will continue to be accomplished in you. Amen.